It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Are we going to see Chase Young suit up for the Washington Commanders again before we see Jahan Dotson? Latest on two key injuries for the team, and we'll tell you how this weekend is going to go down when Terry McLaurin brings the new fam to his hometown. All of that right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. And we thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. I'm David Harrison. My co-host is Chris the Rooster. Russell, both of us credentialed members of the media covering your Commanders. Chris is doing it for Team 980, where he and Pete Medhurst are live, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern, Monday through Friday or anytime on the Odyssey app. And you can find me writing about your commanders at Commander Country, part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. Thanks for making us your first view and listen of the day. Today's episode of Locked on Commanders is sponsored by Simply Safe, home security with Fast Protect, technology exclusively from Simply Safe. 24-7 monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Visit simplisafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. Coming up, our biggest confidence and concern points for the commanders heading into a week eight matchup against the horseshoes in Indianapolis. But first, we need to dive into the most and latest injury report. So Thursday, Ron Rivera returned to the team after missing Wednesday to deal uh, with a family situation in California with his mom, pretty much all but guaranteed that John Dotson's not going to play, saying he's still tight, as we always do. We'll put out the final injury report at LO Commanders uh, on Friday afternoon. But William Jackson III uh, back and uh, maybe hurt feelings. Uh, Sadiq Charles, illness, non-COVID related. Cole Holcomb, foot. Cole Turner, a lot of Coles, concussion, and Jonathan uh-huh. Allen, rest, did not practice all on Thursday, uh, uh-huh. pretty much the same as, as Wednesday with the exception of Allen. Deami Brown, Logan Thomas, and Jonathan Williams, the running back, were all limited on both Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, Sam Cosme was full. So yeah. as I read all of that off to you, obviously we start with Jahan Dotson. You're not surprised, right? Yeah, it's unfortunate too, man, but that's hamstrings. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of, a lot of people have been talking about that. Like you just, you can never really accurately predict a hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, you know, just, just from, from what I've witnessed over, you know, my time covering the NFL, like you're, you're talking, you know, you need months, like you really do. You need months of, of little to no impact on that, on that hamstring in order to really let it get back to 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 form and an NFL player you just don't have that. So right now what the commanders are doing essentially is is they're trying to find a way to minimize Jahan Dodson's workload, strain on that muscle, uh the soft tissues and all that stuff so that they can heal enough to get him back on the field and keep him healthy, you know, heat treatments and compression and and all this other stuff. Uh and it's, you know, it's just unfortunate to see a young guy 
uh, especially so early in the season, kind of come up with this affliction. But yeah, didn't expect him honestly this weekend, and you know, not not having him practice is probably the best thing for him uh, to try to get him back for a longer stretch of time. Um, outside of that, I mean, Cole Holcomb is a huge part of this defense and his communication ability and his comfortability within the group and his ability to set the defense. Uh, I think cannot be overstated. Yeah, Cole Holcomb, no doubt about it, has been. You know, really kind of maybe, maybe not the glue. Maybe the glue is strong. Yeah. Um, you, you know, but over the last three weeks, I, he's get, just got a ton of tackles. I think he had 15 against Tennessee and yeah. uh, nine the next week against Chicago. And he has solidified that Mike linebacker position. Yep. And that's, you know, that's key because if he can't play, like I think Jamin Davis was asked about Jamin Davis is not moving to Mike linebacker. That's going to be John yeah. Bostic uh, playing. Yeah. And maybe what you'll see is more one linebacker sets. He is pretty critical to their overall foundation of success and running things fairly smoothly. And remember how many problems this team had very early this year and really for the first half of last year with communication. Yeah. Some of that, not all of it, some of that is because of Cole Holcomb. In, yeah, in absolutely. Terms of some of it be getting figured out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, you know, again, Cole Holcomb's, uh, you know, his impact on the defense is very important and his ability, again, to to control things and pass the signals along uh, is crucial. So whoever it is that fills that role, whoever the defense, you know, Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera are going to trust uh, to make those calls and and have those signals come in. But some good news on the injury front, Chris, you know, Chase Young, there was some hope uh, that he'd be back at practice this week. But, you know, the team was erring on the side of caution, which I think is smart. Ron Rivera said that you can probably expect to see Chase Young activated next week, which will start his 20 day, 21 day window to return to the active roster. Yeah, most likely was the term he used on Monday, Rivera. Then Wednesday morning, we found out it wasn't happening and that he indeed was going to go see another doctor. Apparently, and I was able to find out this through Dan Snyder's yacht tracker, uh, that (laughs) Dan Snyder's plane was down in Pensacola, Florida on Thursday morning. And you put two and two together, and then we find out Chase Young did indeed go see Dr. James Andrews again. I'm not quite sure why he had to see him Sunday and Thursday, David. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I give up on being and trying to figure this out. But it looks like it looks like good news, potentially. Yeah, absolutely. And the faster you get 99 on the field, you know, the better off uh, everything I think will will hopefully be for the Colts. Looks like Shaq Leonard is is probably going to be able to play. Ryan Kelly is still limited in practice, so that's going to be incredibly important, especially with a young, uh, co- a young quarterback starting this week for the Colts. And speaking of the Colts, we're going to tell you, is it going to be Indy? Is it going to be Washington winning this game? And we're going to do so thanks to people who protect you from people trying to thwart your lives and your dreams because you work hard for your possessions, you work hard for your house, your belongings, your safety of your family. So you're going to need the absolute strongest defense you can come up with. That's why I use and trust Simply Safe for my home security. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. Even for me, I live in a semi-secluded area, right? But because of that, I have a good amount of outdoor cameras so I can not only see who's coming and going or what's coming and going, but I can also check out some, some wildlife every once in a while. And that's actually a pretty cool perk that, you know, isn't advertised, but I think it's a pretty cool thing uh, to be able to do. And with all my travels, I can simply with the touch of a screen on my cell phone, I can check in with my house, with my family, whenever I need to, to make sure that everything is running smoothly. And if it's not, they call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency. Even if you're not home or can't be reached, whatever you need, outdoor cameras, sensors, detectors, you can customize your perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash lockdown NFL. 
and you can save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, thanks once again for making us your first listen and view of the day. For a second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sport with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available uh, on this app, YouTube, uh, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, David, before we get to our bold predictions, why don't we hit up a little celebratory voicemail. Wow, what a game, boys. This is all skins. Man, that was way better than the uh, that game against uh, the Bears, man. That that was fun. Today was exciting. You know, AB Money, I'm going to tell you the reason why we won the game, because WrestleMania picked us this week. And I remember, like you said, he, he hadn't picked us since week one. So that's why we won, because WrestleMania, for us, you know, you got to – you know, keep up the good work, man. We got the Colts coming up next. So I just want to know what you guys think. You guys think we can, we can get three in a row? You know, I'm not that familiar with the Colts. I, you know, I haven't been paying any attention to that team, but you know, I want to know your thoughts, man. Hopefully we can come out with a, uh, another victory and get three in a row. All right, guys, take it easy. All right, Hogskins, we appreciate you, buddy. Uh, listen, we're going to get into, uh, of course, you know, the key uh, things that we think about this game, David, but how about that? Hogskins keeping score, uh, saying that I, my pick, contributed to the Commanders winning a a third game of the year. I, I mean, I was wrong once. I was wrong against the Bears, right? But you're undefeated uh, so when you pick, pick the Commanders. That's right in terms of you know straight up. Yeah, look, the important part is you're undefeated when you pick them to win. So that's yeah. that's that's what we need to focus on. And by the way, I pointed that out to Chris at the end of that game. Actually, before we headed down to the press conferences, I, I looked at you and I said, it's "Like two and zero when you pick the Commanders, man." So that's that's some good juju there. Maybe I don't know if if the Commanders winning this week would be a bold prediction, uh, but we do have some bold predictions coming up. But Chris, let's move into our confidence and our concerns and, and what we're most confident in. And I'll kick it off real quick. What I'm most confident in this weekend is the Washington Commanders front four's ability to disrupt the pocket. There is an inexperienced quarterback coming in here. We're not seeing Matt Ryan, the veteran. We're going to see an inexperienced guy. What inexperienced quarterbacks tend to do, they tend to hold the ball a little bit longer. We know this quarterback's a little bit more athletic, so maybe he's going to take some chances with his legs. And look, the Colts suspect line is going to contribute to this. Jake Arthur locks on Colts. Talk to us about that suspect offensive line, Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne are the third and fifth highest win percentage owners among interior linemen with 230 or more pass rush snaps this season. Granted, there's not a lot of interior linemen who have 230 or more pass rush snaps, but of them, John Allen, Deron Payne, third and fifth among them in winning their pass rush. Doesn't mean they're always getting sacks. It means they're getting sacks, pressures, hits, whatever on the quarterback. Edge rushers, Chris F.A. Obata is eighth, eighth best has the eighth highest winning percentage 
of all edge defenders that have 87 or more pass rush attempts. Montez Sweat is 18th among that group. But hang on a second. Montez is first among all edge rushers that have 217 or more pass rushes, which is how many Montez has. So very a lot of success, even if it's not always sacks. That's what I'm confident in from this commander team this weekend. Yeah, some really good numbers there. I mean, I, I didn't even realize that. I mean, obviously, we watched this game pretty darn close. Uh, and, you know, you see some of these things uh, in terms of, you know, it playing out that way. And certainly it's good to see the numbers uh, back that up. In, in this particular sequence, my um, my most confident area, if you will, is Jack Del Rio's defense on third down. Now, I know that would have been like something preposterous and absurd to say um, entering the season, but they've been really good, of course, as we know all along in this area. And yet last week against the Packers, they threw a shutout. They did allow a couple of third down conversions via penalty, which you want to see uh, clean up. But the Washington commanders right now, in terms of third down defense, are less than 30%, 29.55%, which is number two, number two in the NFL. Only Tennessee is better. And remember what Tennessee did on third down defense uh, against the Washington commanders, right? So number two, just slightly ahead of the team they just beat, Green Bay. And Washington was pretty good on offense once they got going against Green Bay's defense. So Washington coming off this very impressive uh, third down performance against Green Bay and overall, again, sub 30%. Last year, I think it was like 48 49%, whatever it was, uh, over the year and at times and through the first half of the year it was like 60-ish percent. It's an amazing renaissance for the commanders, and I expect that to continue yeah, we've got a lot of confidence in this defense, right? But so that means the concerns have to come somewhere else. And for me, they're going to come on the offense. And listen, guys, I want you to listen to this entire comment that I'm about to say here because this is not a shot at Taylor Heineke. I'm talking about just the way that football tends to ebb and flow. I'm concerned about Taylor Heineke's confidence. And I don't think he's a lacking in confidence. And I know that's going to, that kind of sounds weird. And everyone's like, oh, well, like Taylor Heineke finally has a really good half of football. And now he's smiling and the Jays are flashing. And, not, and now that's not good. Look, I'm not hating on the confidence. I love the confidence. I absolutely love the celebratory. The, the mood in the locker room was, was great yesterday or on, uh, on, on, on Wednesday. Um, I love it. Okay. But here's the thing Taylor Heineke is a gunslinger. And what happens when gunslingers have really good games and come in with a whole lot of confidence? Sometimes the gunslinging mentality bites them in the butt. And so I'm a little bit nervous. Just, it's Taylor Heineke's second game, first game coming off of a solid performance. So it just makes me a little bit nervous that we're going to see a little bit of recklessness, a little bit more risk from Taylor than we saw against the Green Bay Packers because of that confidence. Uh, Scott Turner kind of talked about a little bit Thursday during his press conference that he made a couple of really good throws where he basically is thrown to a spot. He's not really seeing if the guy's open, predicting him open, throwing him open. It's just boom, throw it to a spot, trust your guy to go get it. One of them was that touchdown pass to Terry McLaurin. If you go back and watch that play, as Taylor is pivoting to his right, his shoulder is cocking, which tells you he's throwing that ball. He's not reading the cornerback Terry and, and Terry McLaurin, seeing who's lined up where and who's got the advantage. He's throwing that ball. It's coming out. It came out. It was beautiful. It was in the perfect spot. Then later on, he does it again on a third down pass. You mentioned it, Chris. His receiver had to fight back to the ball to win it. So there's some risk in there. There's some risk involved. I'm just worried that we're going to see too much risk from Taylor Heineke in Indianapolis. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable. Uh, you hope he doesn't, you know, you hope he's not too over amped and too tight like he was in the first half. 
And then you hope he's not too loose and too uh, free, for lack of a better term. Uh, my biggest concern continues to be special teams. And here's what I mean by that. You know, Joey Sly had a rough offseason in every way, rough training camp, rough preseason, um, and now has missed two critical field goals in the last two weeks, one at the end of the Bears game and one last Sunday against the Green Bay Packers. Almost missed another one. I uh, had one block that was called back because of a penalty or whatever the situation was earlier in the year. So, I mean, he's continued to be um, – for lack of a better term, unreliable, at least the way I define it. It's not like he's been awful, but I can't just sit there and say, oh, Joey Sly will make it, which means I might have to go for it more on fourth down. I might have to punt instead of kicking a field goal or, or do something or, uh, again, change the way I approach a game. Now, maybe because Lucas Oil Stadium, presumably the roof will be closed. I don't know uh, for sure, but you know, maybe because it's indoors in, in all likelihood, fully indoors. He'll be better. I don't know, David, but it's still a major, major, major concern for me. And then just as an aside to that, what happens if the commanders don't get a muffed punt or a fumbled punt like they have the last two wins and two games? They've scored a total of 10 points combined in the last two wins out of the 35 that they scored. 10 out of 35 because of a muffed punt fumble. Can they win a game if they don't get a gift? That's one of my big concerns. Coming up, our final predictions for the Colts and the Commanders, two teams that might, might be heading in different directions. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. So I struggle with feeling worn down, guys, stressed out, a lot of anxiety, the ability to do everything that's expected of me. Uh, it can be tough to kind of like take a deep breath, train your brain, and to stay in problem-solving mode and to keep kicking butt when you're faced with multiple challenges in your life. But when you learn how to find out your own solutions, there's no better feeling, right? A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, we have a suggestion for you. BetterHelp is a great option. Convenient, accessible, and affordable, entirely online. You don't have to go anywhere. You get matched up with a therapist after filling out a survey, and then you switch therapists at any time if you're not satisfied satisfied completely with who you're speaking with. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash locked on. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys. So I'm going to make our final picks and predictions for this weekend's Commanders game. Heading up are heading out to Indianapolis to face the uh, Indianapolis Colts and Sam Ellinger, starting quarterback this Sunday, 425 p.m. Eastern time at Lucas Oil Stadium. I suspect that time was set because of Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz, not because of Taylor Heineke and Sam Ellinger. But you know what? It could be an, a, a, a 
honestly, it looks like it's going to be a very entertaining game either way. But Chris, before we get to our our, uh, our score predictions, let's start with our bold predictions. What you got for us? Yeah, absolutely. So Terry McLaurin, uh, I'm sure Commanders fans have heard this and realized this. He's from the Indianapolis area, grew up a Colts fan, grew up going to Colts games. I think uh, the section was like 515 or 517 or, or something like that with his dad. Terry McLaurin, as humble of a dude uh, as you can, I guess he bought like 75 tickets for fans yeah. and uh, friends and family that have supported him his whole life. David, I think he rewards them by not only playing his first game at Lucas Oil Stadium, but... I think he strikes up the band in his own backyard for a 50, 50 plus yard, plus yard touchdown. It doesn't always mean that it's got to be the way it was last Sunday against Green Bay. It could be a catch and run on a simple shallow crosser and he runs away from people. It could be something like that, but I'm going to go bold and say a 50 plus yard touchdown for Scary Terry. All righty. I talked earlier about those defensive line, the front four specifically being able to get home, get pressure, get sacks, get hits on the young quarterback. And not only do I think they're going to be able to do it, but I think they're also going to be able to bring him down. Again, a young quarterback. He does have some athleticism, some ability to escape, but he's young. I think that they're going to these veterans up front are going to be able to take advantage of that. I've got them getting five sacks. This Washington Commanders defense has, t- has tallied five sacks in two of the last three games. None against Green Bay, so that tells you which one they didn't get the five sacks. And I think they get back on track with that. Not that they had a bad game against Green Bay either, but I think they get in the sack column and five sacks for this Washington Commanders defense. Chris, who is your key player from the Commanders uh, to get a win this weekend in Indianapolis? All right, so this is going to be a little off the radar, but a guy that I think needs to be reincorporated into this offense and have a much bigger emphasis and role because, well, we know he's capable of doing it, is J.D. McKissick. He's been hard to find the last two weeks, David. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you something that might blow your mind. He's got more rushing yards in the last two games, the last two wins, than he has catches and yards, if you can believe that. Combined. Mm. Think about this. Two for 20 rushing at Chicago, one for four against Green Bay. That's three for a total of 24 yards rushing. You know how many catches and yards he has in the last two wins? wins and games? None. None. Exactly. So to me, five combined targets over those last two games, and again, no catches, no yards. They need more. They need a little something-something out of J.D. McKissick besides doing a pretty good job in his role as, you know, kind of a third-down pass protector, blitz picker-upper, you know, type guy. They need more out of him to juice up the offense. Yeah, absolutely. And look, shout out to Jamal real quick. Trapper Dive podcast had J.D. McKissick on. Very good interview. Very great interview over there. So make sure you guys check that out after you check out the Locked On Commanders podcast. Uh, my key players are going to be Jamin Davis, and not just because Cole Holcomb may or may not play this game. I, again, I think Cole does play, but I still think Jamin Davis. He's been doing very well in the role that he's been asked to play. And I think that when you're looking at the Indianapolis Colts, again, you got a young quarterback that can move. So if he does try to move and he gets a little bit of daylight, if Jamin can close on him and make him pay for trying to run, then that can go a long way. Also, Jonathan Taylor is still there. I know we haven't seen a lot of him or heard a lot from him this season, but Jonathan Taylor is still there. I think Jamin Davis plays a key role in uh, in making sure that JT doesn't run wild. And then Chris, getting to our score predictions, the Indianapolis Colts currently favored by three points after opening as four-and-a-half-point favorites before Matt Ryan was benched on the crossover with Jake Arthur of the Locked on Colts podcast that dropped on Thursday. I predicted a 27-20 to 20 win for the Washington Commanders. But I'm going to change my score prediction, Chris. Oh. Because you brought up a very good point, that Terry McLaurin's coming back home, mm-hmm. and he's got a lot of friends and family in, in the stands coming. 
The last time Terry McLaurin played a football game in Lucas Oil Stadium, he was an Ohio State Buckeye, and he was helping his Buckeyes win a Big Ten championship with 78 yards and two touchdowns in a 45-24 to win. That is my score prediction. Commanders 45, Colts 24, in Whoa. honor of Scary Terry going back home just in time for Halloween. Wow. How about That's that? Now, I, I said he never played a game. I meant, obviously, an NFL, NFL game. game. Yes. Uh, an NFL game. Wow. So you're going from 27-20 to 45-24 Let's do with, an, with a tip of the cap, obviously, like obviously. you said, uh, to Terry McLaurin. All right. I like that. I mean, listen, if they roll up 45 points, you might as well get the gold jacket sized up for Taylor Heineke. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, the fans are going to go a little Then the Carson Wentz conversation is really going to get going. <laughs> the Heineke Hive is going to be out in full blast. Uh, I, I, unfortunately, I don't feel as confident in terms of the offense uh, and the wide openness. Even though I like Terry to have a big touchdown, you know, you could have a big touchdown and still only scored 19 points. So that's where I'm going. 1916 Commandalorians. And that means for our buddy Hogskins, Take it to the bank, dare I say? Oh, oh, Chris Russell predicting the commanders to win again. Are we going three and oh? If I we mean, do, maybe. we're gonna get some more celebratory voicemails. Listen, keep it going because I'll tell you what, no matter how ugly or pretty or perfect or whatever it is, winning is always a lot better than losing and a dysfunctional disaster. Thank you for listening uh, and viewing. This edition of the Locked On Commanders podcast and for making us your first listen and view of the day, we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. Now make your second listen, the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson giving you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. You want to hop in on the voicemail line? Sure you do. After the game, do it. And do it quick. 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577. For David Harrison, covering the Washington Commanders for Commander Country. On SI.com's Pan Nation, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Meadows Show. On the Team 980, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon, on the Odyssey app. Uh, as well, you can find this show on the Odyssey app as well. If you're out and about, please be safe. If you're going to Indianapolis, be safe there and enjoy. Thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.